You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 9 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smith, and I'm going to be talking to you about the difference between heirloom and hybrid seeds. So if you've just started gardening, you've been looking into growing from seed, you've probably come across this distinction in seed catalogs. And if you've wondered what it means, but you haven't had the time to look it up, I'm going to be going into that in detail today. But first, a word from this episode's sponsors. So, like I said, we're going to be diving into the difference between heirloom and hybrid seeds today. But first, I want to give a shout out to my listeners in the UK. I have enough podcast episodes that I have some data on listeners. It's really, this is the only data point I have on listeners, and that is the countries that you guys come from, and I find it absolutely fascinating, and I love that I have listeners from the UK. I so love that gardening is just such a part of your culture. I love that allotment life. I follow actually the majority of people that I follow on Instagram at Bee and Basil are from the UK. I absolutely love you guys. I think that you're so warm and cheerful about your gardening and and I just really enjoy being in touch with all of you and I really appreciate you listening. So thank you for that. So down to business. What is the difference between heirloom seeds and hybrid seeds. So when I first got into vegetable gardening, and maybe this is you too, maybe this is you right now, I started looking at seed catalogs and I kept running into two terms over and over again, heirlooms and hybrids. And apart from knowing that heirloom generally means like old or valuable and hybrid generally means like a special DNA cocktail of two or more organisms, I had no idea what the difference between heirloom and hybrid seeds was. And if you're planning a garden, it's really important to know the difference. So what is hybrid seed? A fruit or vegetable that's a hybrid contains genes that are spliced from various donor plants that have desirable traits. So let's say you have three different tomatoes, tomato A, tomato B, and tomato C. Let's say tomato A is drought resistant, a great quality. Tomato B is just absolutely delicious, also a great quality. And for whatever reason, tomato C has a natural resistance to certain pests. Somewhere along the way, some humans had an idea. What if they could create a tomato that had all three of those qualities? It was drought resistant, it was delicious, and it was pest resistant. They figured out that if they could create seeds like this and sell them to commercial growers, they could probably make a little bit of money. That sounds kind of questionable or shady a little bit. And there is definitely a side of that 
But you have to understand that the profit margins for commercial food growers are often razor thin. They can't afford anything less than an outstanding harvest. So these farmers buy hybrid seeds and they get these big lovely tomatoes that can withstand dry summers, taste great, and aren't affected by pests as much and they can sell them and make money to keep their farms going. Well, after a while, these seed developers decided to make hybrid seeds available to home growers as well. I mean, after all, nobody likes putting in a whole bunch of work in the garden only to be confronted with failure, not even, you know, hobby gardeners like you and me. That's why hybrid seeds are available to us home gardeners as well. What are some advantages to hybrid seeds? Well, hybrid seeds are often less expensive. You would think that seeds especially created in a lab would be like more expensive, but that's not the case. They're actually a little bit cheaper because they can be mass produced. Hybrid seeds also encourage you to experiment. So hybrid seeds cannot be saved from one year to the next. Like, like you can't grow the fruit from that hybrid seed and expect it to breed true. And I'm going to go into detail in that in just a minute, but that means that once you use up that seed packet, you kind of have an excuse to try something new the next time around. Finally, hybrids can be purchased to suit your environment. So let's say that you live in a climate where rainfall is less dependable. You can get a variety that's drought tolerant. Maybe your area has a really big problem with certain pests. Like let's say Japanese beetles are a problem for you. Japanese beetles will mow down green beans in like days. So maybe you find a green bean hybrid variety that is resistant for or toxic to Japanese beetles. Not that I know of, and if I did know it, I would be buying that seed up because they are crazy here. Anyway, what are some disadvantages to hybrid seeds? And this is what I was starting to hint at earlier. Hybrid seeds don't breed true to the next generation. And a lot of hybrid plants are like this. So if you loved that ABC combo tomato that you grew, if you save the seed from it and you try to regrow and reproduce that exact same tomato next year, it's probably not gonna happen. All the genes that were used to create it kind of like unravel and the traits that were dominant become recessive. Kind of like how if you have a mom with brown eyes and a dad with blue eyes, you don't know what color eyes the baby's going to have, right? They have a chance of being brown. They have a chance of being blue. They have a chance of having some other eye color that like neither of your parents have, but it's a recessive, you know, gene. So maybe the result you get is sort of drought resistant like tomato A, but it doesn't taste nearly as good as tomato B, and there's no hint of that pest resistance that tomato C had. So it's going to be kind of like that, where you can't really depend on the product. The fruit from hybrid seeds, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes it doesn't taste as good. Some hybrids are bred specifically for flavor, admittedly, like my favorite cherry tomato, which is the sun gold hybrid cherry tomato. They are one of the sweetest cherry tomatoes around. They, nobody was sacrificing flavor on, on that forefront when they developed that hybrid seed, let me tell you. But some hybrid seeds are bred purely for production volume. And this means that taste can sometimes go by the wayside. So if taste is important to you and you are interested in hybrid seeds, 
make sure that you buy a hybrid seed that emphasizes taste as one of the first few things that it mentions in the seed catalog listing. Moving on, what is heirloom seed in comparison? Heirloom seeds are seeds that have been passed down for decades, honestly, sometimes even centuries, and they breed fairly true to type. And they can kind of be classified into one of two categories. Um, you've got heirloom seeds that are absolutely beautiful and they taste delicious. And those are kind of like the Miss Universe of heirloom seeds. Um, on the other hand, you've got like some produce that it's heirloom. It doesn't look the best, but oh my gosh, it's the best tasting thing you've ever had in your life. The ones that are like Miss Universe, they come in these stunning shapes and colors and patterns. Like for instance, the moon and stars watermelon. Oh my gosh, sounds amazing, right? It is amazing. I grow them in my garden. They are this deep, deep green with one big yellow splotch on it, like the moon. And then these teeny tiny little pinpricks of yellow that are like the stars. So it's like, it's like a night sky in a watermelon. It sounds crazy, but it's really beautiful. And then there's like maybe um, those giant monster tomatoes that you see at the grocery store. And they're kind of ugly. They're like these mottled flavors and they're all squashed and every looking and everything. Um, but they're super delicious. What they lack in the looks department, they definitely make up for in flavor. So typically heirloom seeds are open pollinated which means whether it self-pollinates or is cross-pollinated with pollen from another plant, it'll still produce true or nearly so to whatever, you know, the mother fruit or vegetable, whatever the mother seed was like. And just like there are lots of different varieties of hybrids, there's lots of different varieties of heirlooms. So just because you want to grow an heirloom watermelon, does it mean you're stuck with like two or three types? There's dozens of different types from all over the world. What are some advantages to heirloom seeds? Well, heirloom vegetables a lot of times can be pretty scrappy. Same for heirloom fruits too. Whatever resistance they've developed to drought, to disease or pests, they've developed naturally through evolution, through natural selection. People saw that that was a really healthy plant that produced really good big fruit. So they saved the seeds from the biggest fruit and they kept producing it down the line. In general, as a result, heirlooms are hardy plants. They wouldn't have survived all those years if they weren't. Second, heirloom vegetables tend to be pretty tasty. They don't sacrifice flavor for looks like hybrids can, and they often taste better than their grocery store counterparts as a result. Third, heirloom vegetables and fruits can be more nutritious. Now, I wanna caveat that this is not true for all fruits and vegetables, but it has been proven that some heirloom vegetables have more nutritional value, whether it's more vitamins, more nutrients, than their hybrid counterparts. What are some disadvantages to heirloom seeds? Heirloom seeds are often more expensive. Seed savers and heirloom seed sellers treat their seeds like treasure, and really, with all of the history that's bound up in them, they really kind of are like treasure. So you'll pay a little bit more for them, but you can also save them year after year. So in the end, you might end up saving money. Second, you don't get as many seeds per packet when you buy heirloom seeds. 
The process of saving seeds from heirloom plants is kind of laborious. You have to watch the plants, then you have to harvest those seeds by hand, um, and then pack them, you know, into packs. And because that process is so detailed and so time consuming, you end up getting less seed for the same reason that you end up with them being more expensive. It's just a little more love and care goes into it. Um, they're not, so they're not sold in mass quantities. Heirloom vegetables finally might not be as pretty. In other words, they might not be as normal looking and what you're used to seeing in the grocery store. They can get kind of funky. Like I said, that first time that I ever saw an heirloom tomato at a farmer's market and I was just like kind of giving it the side eye, the lady manning the tomato stand could tell that I had never seen an heirloom tomato before. Let me tell you, she was laughing at me. Um, but just like they say, don't judge a book by its cover. You should definitely take the same approach to heirloom vegetables and fruits. So which is better? hybrid seeds or heirloom seeds. Honestly, it depends on what's more important to you. In general, I choose heirloom seeds for my garden. I love the history. I love that I can save the seeds for next year. And I love that heirloom seeds give me the opportunity to grow something that is kind of natural environment for it. Like it's going to thrive in that environment, which leads me to my next point that just because it's an heirloom seed, just because it's tough and scrappy and it survived through the centuries, doesn't mean that it can be grown anywhere. There are some heirloom seeds that are going to grow really, really well in the northeast of the U.S., and they're going to do really, really poorly in the Midwest where I'm at because it just gets so hot for so long here. So when you're shopping for heirloom seeds, you definitely want to be shopping for seeds that originated or can reliably be grown in an environment similar to the one that you live in. Some people really do not like the idea of man, you know, messing with the genes in plants. And there's there's a lot of that behind why people, why countries and certain people ban, you know, GMO products from their stores, from their diet. They just really don't believe that, that we should be interfering with plants in that way. And um, I definitely can certainly see a side of that. But then I also see the other side of it where here in the U.S., farmers have a really hard time making a living um, because the U.S. food system places more importance on inexpensiveness and efficiency. And so that means that farmers can't charge as much for their food as it takes for them to grow it in some cases. And honestly, growing those hybrids is, is what allows them to meet production quotas and to be able to continue on making a living from their farm and feeding their families. So um, unfortunately, until the food system here in the U.S. changes, I think that, um, that farmers are going to have to rely a lot more on hybrid or, or GMO seeds. But that, that's not to say that you should get all caught up and angsty about it. If you have a natural predisposition toward what you feel like is right, definitely do what you feel like is right for you. Grow heirloom seeds, but if you're not worried about it, feel free to try out a hybrid seed too. Um, just pick one that sounds amazing to you and put it in the garden and see how it goes and then decide whether you want to grow it next year. So 
That's it for today. Thank you so very much for listening. Again, I really, really appreciate you tuning in. If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to review me on Apple Podcasts or or Google Podcasts. I love hearing from you. Thank you so very much, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.